Maybe I should just start over. Hello, my dick tracings. This is your horrible Hagar host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his peanutty podcast, Broomhill to Harry Mango. Today's story is about how much fun disease can really be, as long as it's someone else's disease. If all you sickos start claiming I'm insensitive and beat me about the head, I'll just tell my doctor I have a case of the lumps. A case of the lumps by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. Things were swell out on Lake Hannafrenicenamana, and by swell I mean swelling. For you see, after millennia of human-lake interaction, Lake Hannafrenicenamana finally became the victim of cross-species viral transmission when little Charlie Centrigali innocently peed in the water while he was sick and was the first ever lake to catch the mumps. The next morning, the water was lumpy. It sort of looked like there were waves, but like a mannequin saying hello, the waves didn't move. The lake was miserable, but the people adapted. Boats experienced turbulence, like driving down a dirt road. Chick Derringer had driven his boat down many a dirt road and understood the problem immediately. He soon invented boat shock absorbers. Things got better in the short term. Of course, everyone who swam in the lake and wasn't vaccinated got the mumps. Reporters blamed it on the victim and called it lake mumps or lumps. And even though scientists eventually proved them wrong, they never Never apologized to the lake. Lake Hannafrenicenamana hoped they got the mumps. The town tried to quarantine the lake, but people insisted that if they were vaccinated or had already had the disease, there was no reason they should miss out on the fun. Because the lumps had gotten much larger since that first day, and it was awesome. It was like the lake had hills. There were natural water ski ramps everywhere you looked. People swam uphill for a more intense workout or brought rafts with them and went tobogganing all the way down. But alas, the good times had to come to an end, except for the lake whose bad times were coming to an end. As the disease ran its course, The lake's symptoms had been reduced to a single mump over in the southwest corner. The shitty townspeople did everything they could to reinfect it, bringing mumpy folks in from all around. But like people, the lake's immune system could not be rehad. They brought people with all sorts of other diseases to the lake to see what else they could get out of a sick lake. They brought people with measles and chicken pox and leprosy, but nothing seemed to take. A few idiots broke their bones and dove in, somehow thinking it could be contagious. Nothing worked, but soon the lake became the most diseased place in the country as it was the hub for just about anything you could name. No one could go near the lake without catching some horrible thing. People would just walk by and something on them would turn green and then black and then fall off. Lake Hannafrenicenamana was not above feeling smug about the whole thing. Then Susie Hobnobber had an idea. She and her family had gone to the lake in the glory days of Mumps Only Fun and her son Ron John still had some of the lake water left in his super soaker. She decided the time had come to bring Ron John Hobnobber's super soaker 20 miles down the road to Lake Haskalani Twelamani Nani and give it a squirt. The tobogganers came out in droves. If this story wet your lump, you can sled it and other low friction inclines at the website of the Upright, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Don't sass me in the comments for this post or fairly mail me, myself, and Irene at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or find out what the hell's going on with Mary at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Historically speaking, the SF and SF signal stands for the common nickname of the 13th President of the United States, Sweet Ass Fillmore. Back in the day when a White House cotillion was starting to slow down, Secretary of State Daniel Webster would give the President the SF signal and Sweet Ass Fillmore would begin swinging his hips out into the center of the floor and then shit got so hot even the petticoats were smoking. sfsignal.com Aww yeah. Donate or donate, that is the question. Shuffle off your financial coil and send me an outrageous fortune by pointing your arrow or sling at the donate button of the homepage. Stop letting PayPal be an undiscovered country and soon I'll have enough money for a massage from the neighbor lady. Okay, Ophelia.
Aye, there's the rub. Tweet your afreet that I dream of the hottest genies over at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. I'd appreciate it if she wants to follow me, get in touch, and make my dreams come true. Or if it's a he, I suppose I'll have the magic in me. This podcast bulges disturbingly from my splitting pants like the raw pasty white biscuit dough of a freshly popped tube of Pillsbury brand creative commons attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 unported licenses. Until Peter Gabriel tells me to shock something else, this is Matthew Sanborn-Smith wrestling with the idea of himself and telling you don't count your drawings before they're crosshatched. Good night. Lake Hanna-Frenna man, I hope they got the lumps. The mumps. Fuck. She decided the time had come to bring Ron John Hobnobber's Super Soaker 20 miles down the road to Lake Haskawanalanohanamana... Ah, damn. Haskalani... Haskalani Twelamani Nani. Haskalani Twelamani... Why am I worried about getting this fucking thing right? <laughs> to Lake Haskalanum Twenty, Haskalana Twelamani Money. <laughs> Fuck! Haskam Haskalani Twelamani Nani. Help me! Alright, I gotta break this shit up. I gotta break this word up into parts. Haskalani Twelamani Nani. And give it a squirt.